When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Before we begin a new hour, we would like to congratulate our friend RG3. Since last we saw you, a brand new baby oh, in the family. Congratulations. Wow. I would get there much sleep at home, Robert. Oh, thank you guys for that. No, I'm not getting much sleep, but I'm getting more sleep <laughs> than my wife is, so I'm just making sure I'm there for every chance I could possibly get. Uh, G has been amazing. She turned one month uh, yesterday, so we're just enjoying this new addition to our family. Very nice. Uh, congratulations. Beautiful. Again, we are a we are a large dysfunctional family here on Get Up, and anytime there is a new addition, we couldn't be more delighted. With that, we welcome you to another hour of Get Up. We are jam-packed, as always, live from the seaport, brought to you by Grey Goose. And the game to begin this hour is called Would You Rather? Here we go, RG3. Would you rather sign Derek Carr or trade for Aaron Rodgers? RG3, which would you rather? Oh, I'd rather trade for Aaron Rodgers. The ceiling is higher with Rodgers as your starting quarterback, and I do believe that he is worth the wait. Uh, an off year for Aaron Rodgers is an on year for most people. This year he threw 26 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, 3,500 yards. Well, Daniel Jones had a career year 30, throwing 15 touchdowns and 3,200 yeah. yards. Go get Aaron Rodgers. That's a good point. Uh, Jeff, let's go to you and Miami. W would you rather extend Tua this offseason or wait on that? I would rather wait. Uh, and look, that's not necessarily intended to be any kind of insult. I actually love the, the way the Dolphins have been empowering, emboldening, coming forward and saying Tua is our guy in 2023. And I truly believe it. But I do also think from a business standpoint, you have to protect yourself a little bit. And they have to find out if Tua can stay healthy, not just from a concussion standpoint, but just in general. I would wait on Tua before extending. And then, Lewis, would you rather sign Lamar Jackson to a guaranteed deal? or have him try and get him to play on the franchise tag? I would rather sign him to a guaranteed deal. Look, I, I think the entire culture of this organization has been set to Lamar. He is the culture of this organization. He is Baltimore. It's not his fault that this team has not been able to really continue to grow from an offensive philosophical perspective under Greg Roman. It's not his fault. But now with Todd Monken, that's what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to grow this thing. I would want him locked up long-term and have him be there and have him retire a Baltimore Raven and not go anywhere. All right, so you see the two options that they have if they do place the franchise tag on him. The exclusive tag would mean he can't negotiate with mm -hmm. other teams. The non-exclusive, less money, but he could do that negotiating. And listen to Shefty on his podcast talking about where he thinks the Ravens are with that. I know some people think the exclusive tag is more likely... I don't know if the Ravens want to venture into that financial territory. If there's another team out there that is willing to create an offer sheet that Lamar Jackson is willing to sign, and if the Ravens want to match it, they can. If not, they take two once. Okay, so there are so many tentacles to this. I saw in your notes, Jeff, you called this mm -hmm. the most fascinating um, negotiation that you can ever remember covering in the NFL. Look, we've never really yeah. had a situation like this. A player this accomplished mm -hmm. and this young 
at this position being at this kind of crossroads. Some will point to it, and, and for all the, those who are just joining us, I think it's an important point to repeat, Lewis. Mm-hmm. Some will look at it and they'll say, hey, Kirk Cousins played it out, man. He played on the franchise tag two years, and for over a five-year stretch, he was the highest-paid player in the NFL. The Cousins route is the best route for uh, Lamar Jackson. Why is that not make sense to you? It, it's just because I, I don't think that's a one-size-fits-all proposition. I don't think every quarterback – you know, comes with the same, or rather plays the game in the same way and in the, in the risks are equal. The way in which Lamar Jackson plays the game, and this is not a slight against him, this is not a knock against him, it's what makes Lamar Lamar. It's why he is a more valuable asset than Kirk Cousins. And why he, you know, if I'm sitting here looking at him, I say he needs to go ahead and protect himself right now because of the risk that he puts himself you know, the way he puts himself in harm's way with the way he plays. Yeah. So I think he should stand firm, put his feet in the ground, and say, hey, look, I need the guaranteed money. I'm not willing to go ahead and play this thing out year to year because nobody knows how this is going to look for me a year, two years down the road for me. Now, obviously the team looks at that same thing and goes, well, why would we guarantee you all this money given the fact that that's the way you play? That's the rub. That's why they're at this impasse right now, I believe, obviously. Yeah, it's a game of chicken, and, and I, I don't know who jumps out first. So, RG3, I'll remind everyone, you played in Baltimore. You were Lamar's teammate. I know that you guys are close. Yes. So, so, look, the fact that it's taken them this long to get a deal done I think makes it extremely unlikely that they work out a long-term deal mm-hmm. in the next two weeks. So that means it is almost a certainty they're going to put one of the franchise tags on him. At that point, should we be expecting Lamar Jackson to say, I want to be traded? Is, 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 that, is that the most realistic next step if and when that happens? Well, Greeny, I, I know one thing for sure after being his teammate for three years, that Lamar Jackson is going to do what Lamar Jackson wants to do, and he doesn't care what anybody thinks about it. So mm-hmm. when you talk about the franchise tag, the Ravens, I've been told by people in the building that they're willing to be patient. But right now, patience isn't the best thing for Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson needs to know right now what what new offense he's going to be learning. Is it the one that Todd Munkin is putting in in Baltimore? Or is it going to be one with, say, the Jets or the Dolphins or the Atlanta Falcons? Lamar Jackson has to make a decision for himself and say, I've been negotiating with the Ravens for two years. Are they going to give me what I want in a fully guaranteed deal or are they not? Because his football career is on the line. I don't want to see Lamar have to go through all the way to August or go through to June or July and then get traded somewhere and have a limited amount of time to put his best foot forward as a football player. He has earned the right to ask for a fully guaranteed deal. If the Baltimore Ravens are not going to give it to him or he's not going to budge on wanting a fully guaranteed deal, then he has to make that line in the sand and say, I need to be out of here. Let's get traded. You guys can move on. I can move on. I can get paid and I can learn my new offense and start leading my new teammates. And Jeff, to RG3's point, that could happen soon. We're we're, March 7th is the deadline for these tags. If they don't have a a long-term deal done by then, and that seems almost impossible to fathom, then the ball starts rolling in that direction immediately, Jeff. It does, and that, that's when basically we have to find out what tag the Baltimore Ravens put on. If it's the non-exclusive, then yes, our tentacles will be up about what team could potentially come in, offer the two first-round picks, and then put Lamar Jackson on a contract offer that the Ravens would then have the chance to match. If it's the exclusive tag, though, we're going to have to wait this thing out and see where it goes. Maybe it's a tag and trade. Maybe they just continue to negotiate. You mentioned the fact that I was talking about this being the most fascinating negotiation I've covered. 
that goes back to last year. This isn't just about dollars and cents, a player trying to get his contract. This is about one of the most unique principled players that the NFL has ever seen. Last year, he was not even calling. He wasn't even returning calls from the GM to start negotiations. He, his feet were already in the ground. It was a guaranteed deal or nothing. I don't see that changing. And I know people say everybody changes eventually. Lamar Jackson is a different beast. And right now, if he gets that guaranteed contract, it sets into motion a new precedent in the NFL. No longer is it just one contract with Deshaun Watson. It is a trend with two. And Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert and every quarterback after them will be looking for the same thing. This is a pivotal moment in NFL contracts. Right, and they could mm. go first as well. So there, there were all those external circumstances and, and, and all of the, the, <laughs> the external pressures and, and eyeballs on this, the, the, the microscope that's on the ownership in Baltimore and the microscope that's on the player to stand fast. We get all of that. That's the macro. Yeah. But now let's deal on the micro. If they put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him mm -hmm. and you are the general manager of, oh, I don't know, the New York <laughs> Jets, are you immediately <laughs> offering Baltimore? You, all it cost you was two first-round picks, and you make a deal with him, and we're done, right? I mean, that's yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think the, the compensation isn't isn't a hang-up. Not it's a hang-up. Like, yeah, here, take it. Deshaun Watson went for yeah, three yeah, take, number take ones. The, take the ones, whatever. Do whatever you want with them. Right. Have fun. Right. Then it's about the contract, <laughs> right? Then it's about, okay. Are you doing it? Okay. He wants if a fully I, guaranteed Johnson, contract. Are you doing it? If you're Woody Johnson, if you're Joe Douglas. Yeah, I am. I absolutely am. I'm saying, okay, how do we, how do we, how do we work this out, Ooh. Lamar? What are you working for? Yeah, I, I am. I, I absolutely am. Look, it, it isn't a cash flow issue for the Johnson family. No, it's That's not. That's for sure. No, it's okay. certainly, certainly they, not. They've got the money. They have money. And, I, and I don't, and I don't think right now that they care about. I shouldn't say that. I don't want to speak for them. Okay, I, I don't know how I'll they. Speak for them. I don't know how they feel about the Deshaun Watson situation and whether or not, as just, as just said. This, is, this could really establish a trend if they go down this road of a fully guaranteed contract. But I think for them, where they're at as far as they're from an organizational standpoint and what they know their fan base wants and what they really have sitting there right on the precipice, right, as far as they could get over that hump. They could become the beast of the, of the AFC East. They could legitimately, legitimately lay claim to being a true Super Bowl championship contender. Then... Mm -hmm. Greeny, I see you. You're like, I'm busy. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. No, no <laughs> then then I, I, I think I, I would do that. This I conversation. Would do that. I would do that. This conversation is the closest the Jets have come to winning the Super Bowl in my lifetime. Yeah. Just, just us talking about this. RG3, go. Make this happen. Yes. Greeny, Greeny, to Lewis's point. If you're the Baltimore Ravens, you absolutely know that if you put the non-exclusive tag on Lamar Jackson, there will be teams that come in and give him a fully guaranteed deal. They right. know that. That's why I don't think that they will give him the non-exclusive. Oh. But if you're also the Ravens, you want to wait it out and see what happens with Burrow and Herbert and all these other guys because if they don't get guaranteed deals, then you go back to Lamar mm -hmm. and you can say, look, Deshaun Watson is an outlier. No one will make the argument that Lamar Jackson is not a better player than Deshaun Watson, not a more accomplished player than Deshaun Watson. He's all of those things. Until someone else gets signed outside of Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, and Kyler Murray, oh, these men, this group of young guys, they're going to determine whether or not the guaranteed deal is in the future for NFL players. That is the burden that is on yeah. Lamar right now. That's the right. burden that the NFLPA 
has on them helping represent him. But at the end of the day, if he gets to, if teams get to offer him deals, oh, it's over. He'll be gone because the Ravens won't, I don't think they'll match a fully guaranteed deal over five, six, seven years. Yeah, I, I think this goes even a step further, though, than just a fully guaranteed deal. When you're talking about Joe, Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow's contract is going to be stupid. Stupid. Okay. Whatever the guaranteed money is, whether or not the entire contract <laughs> is guaranteed or not, what is guaranteed in that contract? Are you kidding me? Stupid money. It's still going to be mm-hmm. one of those situations where stupid. Steve Bichotti is going to be sitting there going, man, <laughs> okay. what? So let okay, it may not be fully guaranteed, but it ain't going to make it easier. So tell There's just th- no way it's going to make it easier for yeah, them. No, so it doesn't get any easier. So they should just trade him to the Jets and get on with their lives. <laughs> okay, we figured that one out. Uh, Robert, I'm still counting on you. You got, you got 49 minutes to make this deal happen. In the meantime, speaking of possible block trades, then there's still Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr that we're dealing in here. Will Rodgers end up in New York? Or will the Jets go car shopping? They could do that as soon as today. A lot of decisions to be made there. And then giant decision to be made in New York as well. Why bringing back Danny Dimes and Saquon might be a lot more complicated than you think. And then here we go, Lewis. Darius is in for Hembo today, and here's your sneaky question. With Lamar Jackson's future in question, Who's the only former NFL MVP who changed teams before the age of 30? That's the question. The answer is next. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're back on Get Up. It's a a brutal question. I'd like to blame Hembo, even though he's not working today. It's from Darius. (laughs) The only player, we think Lamar Jackson may wind up changing teams this offseason. There's only one player ever who won NFL MVP and then changed teams all before the age of 30. Mm. Everyone in the room is stumped because it's a very difficult answer. Yeah, I'm, I'm like as we said in the break. I mean, I'm, I'm, my first inclination went to Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. So you were thinking, yeah. you were thinking along the right lines, but it was even earlier than that. 
It was Earl Campbell. I literally had... You, you thought of him. You thought I thought of him, of him but I, I couldn't think of, like, Earl Campbell. Earl traded Campbell before he was, 30. was MVP at the age of 24, was traded from Houston to New Orleans at the age of 29. You know what's wild? Like, in my, my brain doesn't even associate him with New Orleans. No. I mean, it's it's just we all remember him with the Oilers. Exactly. Of course. Oh, good. Lamar Jackson won MVP at 22. He is currently 26. And if everything goes right, we'll be a Jet in the next two weeks. Mm. In the meantime, no better way to describe the NFL offseason than show me the money. So let's play that game next. Who should get paid? Lewis, should Dak Prescott get extended this offseason in Dallas or should they wait? No, I, I think they should wait. I think they need to do a deep dive, meaning Dak, the coaching staff, and really get into the weeds as far as what happened this year in terms of how plays were being installed, how were they were being taught, how they were being corrected, the reads Dak was going through, through during the games, you know, how much did the running game or lack of running game or, you know, lack of a quality rotation in terms of Tony Pollard getting more carries than Ezekiel, how much did that affect him? I think they need to really just kind of push the pause button and make sure that last year is not duplicated this year. They did move on from the offensive coordinator. Jeff, should Jalen Hurts become the highest paid quarterback in the NFL? fear the repercussions of people who don't have the sound up and just see the graphic? The answer is no. He should not be the highest paid quarterback. Patrick Mahomes should be, Joe Burrow. There are other players who should be higher paid, but at the moment when Jalen Hurts signs his deal, absolutely he should be the highest paid. And then for 30 more seconds, someone else will be the highest paid. But no, ultimately Jalen Hurts should not be the highest paid. All right, and then RG3, should Daniel Jones get paid top-of-the-market quarterback money? Greeny, I hate when y'all put me in this position, man, because I'm not trying to take money out of anybody's pockets. <laughs> but Daniel Jones, no, he should not get top quarterback money. You talking about Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers money? Oh, no, 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 no. Not for 3,200 yards and 15 touchdowns. That is not top quarterback play, so he shouldn't get top quarterback money. So, so, so Daniel Jones is one of the most complicated evaluations, and I keep using that mm -hmm. term with him because it's almost like he just finished his rookie year. Yep. He was a completely different player than we saw the previous yeah. three years, and the owner of his own team acknowledged they had done everything they could to screw him up. It was just, mm -hmm. generally speaking, somewhat incompetent what was going on there before that. And this year, with a receiving core that was – Arguably as bad as any yeah. in the National Football League. Average. But really good coaching. Yep. He looked terrific. <laughs> he looked much better. The problem is they have to make a decision on him immediately mm -hmm. because the contract situation is where it is. If mm -hmm. he had just finished his rookie year, we'd be saying this kid has star written all over him. No right? doubt. Look, he is a victim of, one, where he was drafted overall. And people didn't think he should have went that high. Right. Two, he's a victim of his surroundings and the coaching and the and the really the context by which he has really constructed his resume to this point. Although some people don't want to hear that. And three, I think going forward now, you do have to give give him the benefit of the doubt that now he has found his niche. Now he has found the coaching staff that can really unlock his potential. And last year, what he did. Now remember, there was a streak there in the last quarter of the season where I don't care who his wide receivers were, and you need to throw out what his resume was before Brian Dayball got there. This guy was executing high-level quarterback play. Yeah. High-level. Not just tucking the ball and running. Not just one read and get the hell out of there. He was going through progressions. He was making difficult throws. He was getting the snot knocked out of him, and he was coming back again and again and again. He has found 
I believe, his home now with this coaching staff. The question is, are you able to go ahead and throw away the years prior to Brian Dayball when he got here and then kind of strike what you believe to be fair value for him going forward? Right. Are you able to do that? Or is the past always going to be lingering as far as how you feel about this? Game? Well, again, and, and I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty. If they had picked up the fifth-year option, they would have what I think they want, which is another year to see exactly what they right. have. Yeah, but at the no time, there was, it would have made no sense no. because I don't think they that was a, That was a smart move on their part. So, they, look, so, so what, what they have, Jeff, is a situation where they can't have what they want. Everyone would want to see it one, one more year more. from Daniel Jones, but they can't contractually because <laughs> if they don't make a decision somewhere, Someone else might. They kind of can. I mean, they, they could put the uh, non-exclusive franchise tag for $32 million and ex- not expect any team to give up two first-round picks. That's why ultimately by March 7th, I think that happens. But speaking with my giant sources, they are saying that they want to reach long-term deals with both the quarterback and Saquon Barkley, which throws a little bit of a wrinkle into this. You can't use the tag on both guys. So that certainly is a little complicating matter. I will say, though, we we oftentimes, when it comes to these moments, make it seem like there's a lot of animosity between the player and the team. In this case, I really do believe the Giants love what happened with Daniel Jones this past Mm. year. They continue to want to see him on the team. They have to make a sound business decision. They put themselves into this situation by not picking up the fifth-year option. But Joe Shane, the general manager, and Brian Gable came in together. So that's, I mean, those guys are tied to each other. So Shane's looking at Dable saying, this is my guy that turned around Daniel Jones. So I, I just yeah. don't see them overpaying Jones, although I do think they want to do a fair deal. Look, RG3, the franchise tag, it's all easy to say, oh, we'll just put the franchise tag on him. I'm about to read to you the entire list right. of quarterbacks who have played a season under the franchise yeah. tag. Drew Brees, Kirk Cousins, <laughs> Dak Prescott. That's it. This doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. There, there were so many uh, negative implications, other ramifications, Robert, of being of having your quarterback on the franchise tag. Jeff, obviously what you're saying is right. right. But now you're putting, the Giants could be putting themselves in a real trick box, Robert, if they have Daniel Jones playing on the franchise tag. Well, Greeny, if, if Daniel Jones wants $45 million, then you don't pay him $45 million. Mm-hmm. Like The only reason right. the number would ever even climb to that level is if there's other bidders at the table. Don't get me wrong. Daniel Jones exceeded all expectations. A lot, of, a lot of people thought that he would have been replaced maybe midway through the year, but he didn't do that. He went out and he improved in his completion percentage, his yards, his touchdown-interception ratio, rushing yards, rushing touchdowns, almost every stat you can possibly imagine, he got better at. The only thing he didn't really improve with was his touchdown passes because he threw more as a rookie than he did this past year with 24 then and 15 this season. But if there's no one else driving the number up, then you can pay Daniel Jones whatever you want to pay him. I personally would give him a three-year deal, $60 million fully guaranteed, and go use the rest of that cap space to build up the roster around him. But at the minimum... They should place the non-exclusive franchise tag on him for $32 million. I think that's a fair deal, and I don't believe there's any team out there that's going to give up two first-round picks to make Daniel Jones their starter moving forward. All right, I have to you leave know, it there at the bottom of the hour. Well, I, I, th- I think common sense is going to win out here. I think, I think that's what you're saying, RG3 and Jeff. I think, com- I think Daniel's going to know what his market is. The Giants are going to know what they need to pay or what they don't need to pay, and I think this deal will get done. Let's see what Daniel Jones thinks his market is. Yep. Uh, that could be very uh, a big factor in all this. All right, we'll see. In the meantime, as we continue, the biggest decision in the NFL involves 
the smallest quarterback in the draft. Is Chicago about to shake up everything at the top of round one? We'll talk about it. Plus, the second half of the NBA season begins tomorrow. Does KD make the Suns the team to beat? We're talking about that next with Timmy Legler and Jalen Rose as we roll on. It's Get Up on ESPN. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are back on Get Up and let's play a game of NBA Believe It or Not with the season second half beginning tomorrow night. Jalen Rose and Tim Legler are up with us early here. Jay, I'll start with you. The Celtics are going to be in the finals again this year. You believe it or not? You got to believe something. Why not believe in the C's? Absolutely. They're the deepest team in basketball. Jason Tatum has ascended as a ball handler. Finishing at the hoop as a three-point shooter, I absolutely believe the Celtics have what it takes to make it to the NBA Finals. Now on the other side, legs. The West still runs through Steph Curry. Believe that or not? I'm going to say believe it. I know people might be falling over right now, and here's, here's why I say that. I'm not saying that they are the prohibitive favorite to win the Western Conference. What I'm saying is you look at the teams ahead of them right now. You know, Denver's never really threatened them. Sacramento's new to this game. The Clippers are incomplete dealing with injuries. Phoenix and Dallas just got put together. And then Memphis hasn't threatened them. You still got to go through this team. Do not count out the Warriors. I like that. But let's talk about Phoenix. Jalen, uh, if I said KD is going to bring Phoenix a championship this year, believe it or not. Championship this year? I say not. While I believe that they're my favorite to win the West, as I mentioned, I think the Celtics are the best and most complete team in basketball. But I do anticipate KD teaming up with Devin Booker and CP3 is going to be extra special. Yeah, we'll talk about them more in a minute. Meanwhile, let's talk about LeBron James. Legs, if people say he's never going to win another championship in L.A., believe it or not. Yeah, believe that. It's, it's, it's hard for me to think that that's going to happen. It's not going to get easier for LeBron James as he continues to, to, to play in the twilight of his career. As great as he has played, bottom line is there is an end game here coming for LeBron James in the near future. Um, and I just don't think the state of the Lakers is going to give them a chance. And I don't see LeBron James going somewhere else at this stage of his career. He finishes in L.A. and he doesn't get another ring. Yeah, people don't leave L.A. particularly often if they don't have to. Now, having said that, I want you to hear what Stephen A. said yesterday on First Take about what happens if LeBron's Lakers miss the playoffs this year. Here's Stephen A. You're LeBron James, and you're Anthony Davis, and you're healthy enough to be on the court. You don't make the playoffs. 
That's quite embarrassing. There's no way around it. And so I think he knows that, which is why he said what he said at the All-Star break. They should be a postseason team. That's his expectation, and damn it, it's mine. <laughs> so that's where Stephen A. stands. And Jalen, you and I will have to deal with that starting on Friday night for the entire weekend. But here's the thing. I actually agree with Stephen A. I, I, I think, and, and I want to hear your position on it, I like the moves the Lakers made before the deadline. It wasn't the flashy acquisition of Kyrie Irving that we thought. Does this look like a team that you think could put together a big second half and maybe do some damage in the playoffs? I actually do. We don't have to worry about that embarrassment because I believe LeBron James and Anthony Davis will find a way to get these Los Angeles Lakers to the playoffs. And as you mentioned, they did make a couple of tweaks and D'Angelo Russell. We talked about Rui Hachimura and the addition that he's going to bring. But ultimately, having those two guys and LeBron playing as dominant as he's playing, if Anthony Davis can stay healthy, these Lakers will be in the playoffs so we don't have to worry about the embarrassment of thinking the purple and gold won't be in. And you were saying, Legs, a minute ago in regard to the Warriors, that most of the teams that have been the best teams in the Western Conference this year, there, are, there is either inexperience or some sort of flaw there. So would you put it past LeBron and AD to maybe win a round or do something crazy like that in the postseason? Listen, you can't necessarily dismiss a team with LeBron James on it That's when he looks the way that he does physically, and he has most of this year. And if Anthony Davis is healthy, certainly they can be a factor. I guess it comes down to me, define factor. Does that mean that you think they could possibly make a run to the Western Conference Finals or their finals? I don't see that happening. Because even though the teams I mentioned are either inexperienced, incomplete, or have just been put together, really, when you look at Dallas and Phoenix and the pieces that they added. Despite that, they're better basketball teams. So if you look at the Lakers, could they possibly escape the play-in if they make it into that and then give somebody fits in a first-round series? Hey, maybe even win a series if they got a team like Memphis in the first round, possibly. But beyond that, I don't see it because eventually they're going to get caught by a Phoenix Suns team or Denver, who to me has been the best team in the Western Conference by far this year. All right, and then let's quickly go through, as again, we begin the second half of the season tomorrow night. Jay, pick up on the thought we had earlier. Does Durant make Phoenix the team to beat in the West? I believe so, and here's why. Don't underestimate the fact that Phoenix won the West two seasons ago and lost in the finals to the Bucks. Last year, they were the number one seed in the Western Conference. They just got upset by the Dallas Mavs in the playoffs. Devin Booker is the superstar. DeAndre Ayton has taken the next step as a dominant big, basically giving you 19 and 10 on 60% shooting. And CP3 is going to set the table for all three of those guys. So absolutely, I believe when you bring in a Kevin Durant to this team that's coached by Monty Williams, they are my favorite greenie because of what Leg said. All of the situations to deal with the other squads still have to prove themselves. These Phoenix Suns have what it takes. They're my favorite to win the West. For what it's worth, and we expect Durant to come back and play soon, legs, they haven't played together at all. I mean, Durant hasn't even gotten there. We're making them the finals to make the run, or excuse me, the favorites to make the run to the final. Are you in agreement? Do you, are they the team to beat in the West? Yeah, eventually they will be, I believe it. Here's the thing. If the playoffs started today, 
Denver's going to win that series. But that's, here's the thing. The playoffs don't start today. The Phoenix Suns have two months to find their rhythm, find the ebb and flow that it's going to take with Booker and Durant, because that is so important when you pair up two-star scores. Now, I think they're going to do it because Kevin Durant is one of the most seamless guys you could possibly integrate into your offense. He does it every night. He does it efficiently. He doesn't sweat having stuff run for him. He doesn't dominate the ball to any extent. He just gets it done. He gets his 30, gets in, gets out, and he does it cleanly. So I think they'll come together pretty quickly. And by the time we get to April 15th, Phoenix will look like the team to beat. But again, let's not discount what Denver has done to this point. I just think when you added Kevin Durant to the mix and give him a couple of months to ramp up for the playoffs, eventually we will be talking about the Suns and expecting them to get to the finals. Okay, and, and so we'll see where how it all winds up going. In the meantime, there's one other thing I wanted to share. For any of you who did not get a chance to hear this over the weekend, Jalen Rose, who is always – no one says more interesting things on a regular basis than my buddy Jalen. He had fascinating <laughs> comments on the price of haircuts and what they should be. Take a listen to the one and only Jalen Rose. So first off, the minimum you're supposed to be spending for a quality barber is $100. I'm here to defend the sanctuary – that is called barbers and beauticians. You know, so many guys and people out there think y'all gonna show up and get a fly haircut and y'all gonna spend $35. Y'all gonna go to the end of the line, y'all gonna hit up y'all barber, they gonna send you to the voicemail. A <laughs> hundred bucks for a haircut. I, I, I needed to get Lewis Reddick hey. on all this. What do you think of that? And you know what, Jalen, look, I, I don't think you should spare any expense when it comes to making sure that your stuff is right and it's tight, right? I mean, you got you to make sure that you're on point. So if it's $100, it's $100. I know you, I know you spend even more than that. I know you spend more than $100. As much work as I see you yes, getting. Sir. Every time I see you on TV, you're lined up tight. Yes, sir. I flew my barber to Phoenix. And what I was being asked, Greeny, was how do I keep a fresh haircut? And I said, I value my quality barber. And if you're going to do that, you're going to spin. I'm not a fool. I know everybody can't afford to do that. I grew up not being able to afford that. But I'm here to defend barbers and beauticians and waiters, waitresses, valet. If you have it, Tip. No doubt. Pay what you weigh. So I want to ask this question. Hey, Greeny, how much do you pay when you're getting your hair done? Uh, I mean, I like that you use the word hair done <laughs> with, with, regards, with regards to me. Yeah, it's right around that. I would say that the $100 is yeah, right, yeah, around, that's, that's yeah. right around the right amount. You yes. know, see, see, the problem is, man, when, when you start talking about dollar, dollar amounts, like exactly, I mean, people are going to say, well, I can't afford to do that. But look, Dalen is saying it's all relative, right? And if you want to invest in how you look, how you feel about yourself, how you present yourself, then there's no question you should do that. I'm all for that, man. I am absolutely all for it. I love it. And by I the way, it. he does not mean it figuratively. He did fly his barber into Phoenix. Jalen <laughs> <laughs> travels with a hair team uh, because uh, it just doesn't get that kind of spectacular all by itself. <laughs> Gentlemen, thank you. NBA season second half Appreciate starts the love. tomorrow night. We look morning. forward to that. We got college basketball coming your way tomorrow night as well. We got a doubleheader in Gainesville, 7 Eastern, Florida, Kentucky, then North Carolina taking on Notre Dame. Great action coming your way tomorrow night. Oh, excuse me, that's tonight is the action on ESPN and the ESPN app. Okay, as we continue next, it's a two-horse race for one spot in New York. Should the Jets jump in the car today and hope he drives them to the promised land? 
Or is the waiting game the better option? We'll answer that question next. Get up on ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Cynthia Marshall has been making history since college when she became the first black cheerleader at Cal Berkeley. When she joined the Dallas Mavericks in 2018, she became the first black female chief executive officer in the NBA. We continue on Get Up. It's time for Three's Keys. RG3 is Bryce Young too small to be an NFL star quarterback? Oh, absolutely not. Bryce Young is a unicorn in his small six foot, 194 uh, pound frame. He went out and threw 47 touchdowns and 32 touchdowns in back to back years in the toughest and most physical league in all of college football, the SEC. Allow him to go out and be the player that he is. His size in this instance does not matter. Is Justin Fields next, the Bears quarterback of the future? Yes or no? Yes, Justin Fields is the Bears quarterback of the future. Don't be fooled by all the talk about Bryce Young. He is a phenomenal player and he will be one. But Justin Fields has the attributes that the NFL needs in the quarterback and is already living with. It's the prototypical style now, being able to run and throw the deep ball. Justin Fields, give him a number one wide receiver and he will make you right in Chicago. All right, and then one more for you, Robert. Is Aaron Rodgers worth the wait? Yes, Aaron Rodgers is worth the wait if you're the Jets. The ceiling with him is much higher than, than any other quarterback that is on the market right now. I know he's in the darkness, and he's keeping everybody else in the darkness <laughs> at, the, at the same time. But Aaron Rodgers, an off year for him is an on year for everybody else. If they get him with that defense, ooh, the Jets will be running. That's right. I mean, everyone is in the dark, figuratively, because mm-hmm. he's in the darkness, literally. Now, mm-hmm. Diana Rossini <laughs> yesterday—excuse uh, me tweeted yesterday, the Jets are really interested in Derek Carr. Nothing but positive reviews. Now they wait for Aaron to emerge from the darkness and inform the Packers of his plans. The Jets will be speaking to Green Bay about a trade if the Packers are willing. This is a, another 
fascinating quarterback situation. And so, Lewis, I ask you, as one who has been in there, mm-hmm. how do you weigh the value of the bird in hand, which is you know, the car in hand, if you will? Sure. If you could sign Derek Carr today, and by the way, they could if they wanted to, yeah. versus waiting and seeing what happens with Aaron Rodgers, how do they do it? I think. Look, if you think that the gap between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers is so significant, both as a player and as a guy who would have a positive impact on your locker room, then you wait. Then you wait. You, you basically have just said, look, all, all chips in. But based off of what Diana is reporting, and they are saying that the New York Jets told Derek Carr, they don't think they get – I mean, Aaron Rodgers is already going to the Hall of Fame. We know that. Right. They said, we believe you could be, that being Derek Carr, a Hall of Fame player with us. So that doesn't to me sound like there's like this gigantic insurmountable gap that if you could get him to a contract that makes him happy, makes you feel as though, look, we've minimized risk to ourselves, but we've got a, a very good player here, a Hall of Fame potential type of player that could really impact our locker room in a positive way. Because I do believe the person matters here. The kind of effect he's going to have on their young, impressionable players matters. Is he going to be around? Is he going to be someone who works with these guys all offseason long and helps them establish this culture that gets them over the top? If they believe that Derek Carr is all that, then don't wait. Go for it. The fact that they made this comment, like they even associated Derek Carr with Hall of Fame in New York Jets, like that to me, like, why aren't you moving then? Right. Because they Why don't, aren't you moving? The answer is because they don't really mean it. It's just one of those so, things you know that you what? say so then, to try and put a pin in a situation <laughs> right, that right. you hope something Regard, better happens. So regardless of what we're saying, they want to wait. So I guess wait. Right. That's my point. Never pay wait any then. attention to what people – Jeff, pay no attention to what people say. Just pay attention to what they do. They yeah. can say, yes, come win a Super Bowl here and, and you'll wind fair. up in the Hall of Fame. Joe Namath did it. But the point is it's been 50 years. They're waiting on Aaron Rodgers or some other better yep. situation, yep. which tells you everything that you need to know about how they really feel. Jeff, right? Yeah, I mean, I've learned a few things in the past 24 hours that definitely make me wonder if it's just time for the Jets to push very hard to get Derek Carr. First of which is Diana Rossini's reporting about Derek Carr's visit. And you can take the comments about the Hall of Fame, but and whether you believe those or not, push those aside for a second. The Jets were very emphatic about their confidence in Derek Carr being the type of quarterback that can lead them to where they want to go, and that is a championship team. On the other side of it, I was speaking with the source with the Green Bay Packers, a very important source, someone who basically told me that they expect Aaron Rodgers to be back with the Packers, that they think that this is a lot of overhype, the idea that he will even leave. And mind you, it is hype that Aaron Rodgers himself has created with some of the things he said. But ultimately, if the Packers are not even really thinking about putting Aaron Rodgers on the trade block, and maybe things go sideways with that, Should the Jets really be waiting on something that might or might not happen when they can get a guy who they have expressed their confidence in as being the type of quarterback who can lead them to a championship? No, that's exactly right. That's the question they're facing. But Robert Griffin III, I'm throwing a whole other issue or a whole other idea into all of this, all right? So if you're looking at those two options we Mm -hmm. just outlined, in Mm -hmm. one case, Aaron Rodgers, are you worried that he's too old at the moment? And then Derek Carr, are you worried that he's not special enough? Well, I got a guy who's young and special, and that's obviously Lamar Jackson. (laughs) The reality of the situation is they could be waiting a week and a half to see if Lamar Jackson gets the, uh, what is it, the non-conditional, what's the word I'm looking for? Non-exclusive, excuse yep. me, Mine franchise too. tag, Robert Griffin III. And if so, then the Jets put two first-round picks on the table, make a deal with him, and bring Lamar Jackson to New York. And now we're talking. RG3, let's make this happen. 
Yeah, Greeny, I, I don't think you're far off there. I think the Jets are waiting for all of those options to happen. Right. They've been watching too many episodes of The Bachelor because they're dating <laughs> two, three, four girls at the same time right now trying to figure out which one's the one, right? They take Derek Carr on this nice weekend getaway, tell him all these sweet things. Oh, you can be a Hall of Famer. Oh, we believe you can do all these things. But we're not going to sign you yet because we're waiting on Aaron Rodgers to see if he's available. And we're also waiting on Lamar Jackson because Greeny told us if we get Lamar Jackson, he might go jump in the East River with me. Because Rob Gronkowski didn't come back last year. I haven't forgot about that yet. But at the end of the day, with Aaron Rodgers specifically, if you go get him, you have to understand that the lifespan of that deal is shorter than Danny DeVito. That's the bottom line. He's only playing for one or two more years. So do you want to mortgage your future and go get Aaron Rodgers? If you only have to give up like a third round pick to get him like the Jets had to do for Brett Favre, I say you do it all day long. But to Jeff's point, Aaron Rodgers might not even be available. Lamar Jackson might not be available. So why wouldn't you just go ahead and sign Derek Carr if you truly believe that he can be a Hall of Famer? At the end of the day, I hate this for Derek Carr. I don't think he should go to the Jets because if they're not going to say, hey, you're the one for us and they're going to make him an option, I think he should pick a different option and go to a different team. Me too. Come yeah. on. So, Lewis, if everything in life comes with risk, right? I mean, yep. you're in a situation by having missed in the top five on quarterbacks twice in the mm-hmm. last four or five years, whatever it is, Darnold and, and Zach, that, that you put yourself in a position where no matter what you do, it's going to come with some risk. Yeah. Roll the dice on Lamar Jackson. Roll the dice on the guy who's young and spectacular. <laughs> yeah, you just need Baltimore to do to do the right thing <laughs> by you by doing and the not and, and not put the exclusive. Because <laughs> yeah, right. as soon as and you're, and you're sitting there just like this, you're sitting there going. Well, if they do, they could still trade him. I Here mean, we go. You can and still yeah, make a trade, like but now, now the price goes yeah, up if you're, for yeah, a lot if you're more Douglas, than two ones. If you're Joe Douglas, you're going, okay, non-exclusive, take our one. But is that the best option from a football standpoint? No doubt. Rogers, yes, yes. Car, yeah, Lamar, because, the best because, option because it serves two things, right? One, it makes it a longer-term situation. I think that Lamar is the right guy for this team. He's the right guy for the city. He will be able to handle that. He will blow up. He'll become a megastar. He'll become a megastar. That football team, you see how guys love Lamar? Yeah. What do you think the Jets locker room would do if they saw Lamar Jackson come walking through? They're wearing Mike White t-shirts. Are you kidding me? Those guys would be like, we're winning. (laughs) It's all changing now. It's all changing. And you know what? That's exactly what you want because that's how they react in Kansas City when Patrick Mahomes walks in there. Right. They go, you know what? 15. What's the answer to this? 15. Right. How are you going to get out of this? 15. How are you going to win? 15. That's what they'll start doing to Lamar. And that's what you want it to be like. That's how it's. A, that's what comes with being the quarterback, right? Right, RG three. That's the hero you got to be. Yeah. That's no that's doubt. what it is. All right, Jeff. Yes. Uh, what, what can we do here? Uh, I have one minute left. How will we make this happen? I I, I would like this. I would like I, this. I, I, I'm thinking about. It. I got some water here. I hate to do this, but I'm going to pour water all over. <laughs> no, this no. Fire. What are you pouring that because on? The yes, problem why is he pouring? Is, yeah, what's the problem? The problem is they're going to put the exclusive tag on him. Th- th- this is the very reason why the Ravens are going to put the, non- the exclusive on him. The second they put the non-exclusive, you're going to have the Jets, maybe the Falcons. You're going to have teams clamoring to get Lamar Jackson. I can't believe that they don't essentially put that exclusive then tag on him. They guarantee his money. I'm sorry, where, where, where did you just pour that water? Like, where, where did that wind up? It's all – it's – it's, it's literally all over the floor. <laughs> it's this literally is, just pouring on your floor? 
That's dedication. All over the I was about to say that you, you are desperate to make good TV. I love it. It's the man. Jeff, outstanding work. It's been my picture. All day. My picture. Tomorrow night, we got hockey coming your way, by the way. ESPN's Hockey Night will feature the Western Conference-leading Golden Knights hosting and the Flames, who are four points behind the Wild for a playoff spot. Coverage begins 9 Eastern. That's tomorrow night on ESPN. First take coming up. Should Baltimore give Lamar the fully guaranteed contract? Is he underrated? Molly, Stephen A., Mad Dog, and more. Top of the hour here on ESPN as Jeff Darlington uh, continues spinning and spilling and all sorts of other things on a busy morning. There you go. There you go, Darlington. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. Uh, week two of the XFL season begins tomorrow night. Battlehawks, Sea Dragons. Then Saturday, D.C. Defenders and Vegas Vipers. Those games are on FX. Then Sunday, the Brahmas and Guardians on ESPN. And then the Renegades and Roughnecks on ESPN2. All the action is also on ESPN+. Uh, Lewis, you going to go over there and, and bust a Stephen A's chops a little bit about him to talking about your wardrobe? Yeah, you know what? I'm not on there today. I, I'll get him tomorrow, but he, he's just hating on the suit. He loves the pants. I think it looks terrific. Great to have you back. We'll see you tomorrow. First take now.